1991, Melvin Queenie was sent to prison for a crime he didn't commit. More than 30 years later, he is officially a free man. It's, it's uh, like the beginning of the end of a very long nightmare. <laughs> this is Texas Crime Stories Exoneration. Last fall, Lee and I talked about the satanic panic hysteria of the early 90s that left several people behind bars falsely accused of crimes they didn't commit. Well, we have an update on one of those cases, but Lee is on assignment, so I thought I'd fill you in on the Melvin Queenie case. A quick recap, Melvin was falsely accused by his 10-year-old son in 1991 of indecency with a child. It was even being said that Melvin was the leader of a satanic cult. Queenie was convicted and sentenced to 20 years in prison. With good behavior, he was out by 1999, but he would forever have to register as a sex offender. Last summer, Queenie's son, John, was back in the courtroom to say the entire story he told in 91 as a child was a lie and forced on him by his mother and other adults. John and his siblings were seeking the conviction to be thrown out. After the hearing last summer in February, Melvin got word from the Texas Innocence Project who was representing him, and it was something he had been hoping for. He was going to be granted exoneration. I got to sit down and speak with Melvin the day after he found out. Here is that interview we had. You got some big news yesterday. I got very big news yesterday. How did that feel to, to hear the words that you were exonerated? Oh, man, I tell you, it's... it's uh, like the beginning of the end of a very long nightmare. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I was so happy about it, and especially, you know, because of my children. Uh, John, uh, he's been carrying a guilt trip, you know, ever since uh, back there in uh, 91, I guess. And uh, so this is helping him a lot. You know, I worry more about those children than I do myself, you know. Uh, it's, it's affected every one of them to a certain degree. Did this whole process bring you and your kids closer together? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, we, uh, you know, we, uh, the first time we got together, uh, which was, gosh, it must have been maybe nine years ago, uh, you know, we've just been getting closer and closer and closer as it goes on, and, uh, uh, this uh, hearing, I think that's what you're speaking of specifically, uh, the hearing was uh, great, uh, you know, it made John feel quite a bit better, you know, especially when uh, the uh, the DA, uh, what do they call, call that group from the DA? I yes, forget. I know what you're talking but about. When they, uh, you know, they even recommended uh, exoneration, uh, you know, that was a just a, a, a tremendous surprise for all of us and because we didn't know what to expect and uh, uh, you know and they came back to the house and and uh, we visited for quite a while had a good time and uh, I think it did a lot for them it, it, it was a long time coming um, I was uh, not sure that I, I'd even get this far, and then when uh, when the kids got uh, the uh, Innocence Project of Texas involved, uh, even then I wasn't sure it was anything was going to really work out. 
uh, had a very sour attitude towards the justice system. I don't know, I, I, I just figured, you know, this whole thing is a sham, but we'll try it. And uh, with this team over at IPOT, uh, Instance Project Texas, uh, Mike Ware and, um, uh, uh, gosh, I can't remember her name, Freud, uh, mm -hmm. And uh, Anna Vasquez was even involved, you know, and, and bless her heart, you know, everything she's been through. She's, uh, she's just a fantastic lady. But uh, everything's uh, worked out real well. Uh, I just uh, got through talking to my daughter a while ago to let her know that you guys were coming out. And uh, she was half asleep. They're, they're more night people, and I'm more of a day person. Except last night I was a night person and uh, had to go get that, that lady from the hospital and take her to eat something, you know, and get her home safely. And, uh, but it, yeah, everything seems to be working real well. Uh, uh, Mike's kept in good touch with me and of course he's been working primarily through John. You know, John was, you know, the, uh, the one that was kind of spearheading this thing. And uh, so everybody seems to be uh, real happy about it, you know. And so what I'm waiting for now is uh, to get off the sex offender registry. And my plans are, once I'm off of that, uh, if and when I should get any compensation from the state. I don't know, you know, I still, I'm one of these guys that don't hold your breath, you know? And, but if and when I do, I'm gonna move out of here, out of the Heidelberg Hilton. <laughs> and I'm moving up to Dallas to be close to my kids. And my daughter uh, said, oh, dad, if you move up here, get a big house, we'll all live together. I said, oh, no way. I said, I'm gonna get me a two bedroom house where if one of the grandkids wants to come and, and spend a weekend with me, fine. I said, but I'm a loner. I've been a loner, for, you know, ever since uh, I went to prison. And since I've been out of prison, I've been a loner. I said, I, I have a handful of friends and uh, that's it. You know, I said, uh, I love you guys, but uh, I wanna keep loving you. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, now uh, it's it's a generation gap thing, you know. And but uh, we love each other, you know, and, and that's the main thing. We're back together. That's the main thing. You said the justice system left a bad taste in your mouth. Does it still have the same effect for you now? A little bit, mm -hmm. a little bit. Uh, but not nearly like it was, you know, because uh, I, I was really surprised. Uh, what they call conviction integrity unit, that's what it is, yes. the DA, I was, I was so surprised, you know, when, when they, you know, came up and said, you know, they recommend exoneration also. And uh, that, that put a lot of faith back in, into the justice system right there. For sure. What do you want people to know about Melvin Queenie now? Well, uh, I think my daughter sums it up best. Dorky. She, she tells me I'm an old dork, you know, but hey, I'm a proud dork. <laughs> I just, uh, I enjoy 
doing my thing every day, which would bore people to death. I play Jeopardy, Wheel of Fortune, Scrabble every day. I check my finances every day. I, I uh, check out my YouTube every day and uh, occasionally play the piano. And take my neighbor to work and take her to the store sometimes. That's about it. Uh, kind of a, it's just a routine life, but it's uh, my routine. <laughs> so I've gotten kind of used to it. And it's a free life now. It's a free life now. So again, that interview was back in February, but on April 10th, Nevlin was in the courtroom for the very last time. 227th District Court Judge Christina Del Prado officially dismissed all charges against Melvin. Thank you, sir, for your attendance. You are now discharged from this court. Thank you, ma'am. Thank you, Your Honor. Melvin was, of course, all smiles as he left the courtroom with his family. According to the Texas Innocence Project, a wrongfully convicted person is entitled to 80000 per year for wrongful incarceration and 25000 a year spent on parole or as a registered sex offender. That means Melvin should be getting enough for him to make the move to Dallas to now spend the rest of his life making up for lost time with his kids and grandchildren. Thanks for listening to Texas Crime Stories. Both Lee and I will be back soon with a new episode.